Welcome to the Modern Manifestation Podcast. I'm your host, Bree Brown, a business mindset coach, entrepreneur, and a top competitor in a male-dominated industry. I'm a native Texan, the youngest of all brothers, and a lettuce-hating, wine-loving, curses-like-a-sailor recovering perfectionist. I've spent over a decade building my commission-based career, and my life's purpose is helping other women achieve the same multi-six-figure success I achieved before I was 25. I have a passion for helping women with mindset, money, and manifestation skills to help every young woman realize her full potential. If you're looking for vulnerable conversations, professional development, inspiration, or even a kick in the ass to get you motivated, you have come to the right place. Thanks for checking out the Modern Manifestation Podcast. Now let's jump right in to today's topic. Hello, hello, all you beautiful souls. I hope you are having a fantastic week. Today, the topic I have for you is eight ways to increase your vibration. So if you've been tuning in, you already know that we talk about vibration and frequency a lot when it comes to manifestation. And that is because you are manifesting or attracting like frequencies and vibrations to you. So if you want to be attracting those higher vibe things, you yourself need to be a high vibe person. You need to be an energetic alignment for the things that you want. And so when your vibration or your frequency is down, you're going to struggle to manifest those things that you want easily. But we're human beings. We all have bad days. It's just a part of life. No one's perfect. And it's important that we do recognize that because we're not asking you to emotionally suppress anything. And I would never want you to do that. And we also can't control the actions and especially the reactions of those around us. There are and there will always be times, unfortunately, when we are subject to someone else's negativity, especially if you're in any way empathetic. And it's just the unfortunate reality of life and dealing with people, unless you're a complete introvert and don't socialize with others, in which case, not an issue for you. But when we get to this place, It can be very easy to feel drained, defeated, irritable, and just negative. And it's, it might feel really hard to pump yourself up and to get you back to that high vibe state and that high vibe frequency. A lot of times when I get here, I feel like I'm just in a funk and like there's just not a whole lot I could do to to help myself out. And so at this point, you're probably looking for ways to boost yourself to help you get back to that positive state. But this can be really hard when you're just not feeling it. Maybe you're brooding on the couch watching Netflix and you just don't want to do a whole lot of anything. Well, today we're going to talk about how to increase your vibration easily so you can step out of that negativity and into a better state for manifesting. And I've tried to keep these tips simple as well. That way, when you are feeling low energy and you're just trying to get the motivation to do something to help you get high vibe, hopefully one of these will be easy enough for you to align with the current state that you're in and help you increase that vibe quickly. So with that, here are the eight tips. The first one I have is express gratitude. This will help you really increase that vibration and frequency quickly. And if you're sitting there on the couch feeling unhappy, stop and take a moment to find something, anything to be grateful for. 
and express this gratitude by saying it out loud to yourself. Or maybe you write it down if you're with a lot of people or post about it on social media. That can be a great tool as well. Whatever is going to help you declare that gratitude to the universe and really feel it. So be very intentional about this and try to feel all the things that you're grateful for and try to get in alignment with that positivity. And as a pro tip, I actually like to keep a list of things that I'm grateful for on my phone. That way, if I am ever in a funk and I just need something to help me get high vibe quickly, I'll pull out this list and I'll start reviewing all the things that I'm grateful for and saying them to myself. And at this point, I've had this list for so long, it is quite lengthy. And so it's wonderful to be able to pull this up and immediately see all the things that I'm grateful for in my life. And this thing is not just limited to personal things that are happening for me in my life, but this random tree I saw one time or my neighbor's dog or just like some other, you know, my neighbors in general. Just there's so many things on this list. It doesn't have to be my success and my energy and my job and my car, my house, you know, whatever. It doesn't have to just be limited to things about you. It could also be things and circumstances around you that you can include on this list. And I know you probably already know and hear all the time that gratitude is important. I mean, it's a super, I hate to use the word cliche, but it it feels like a very overused statement at this point. But it is so genuinely helpful that this does need to be my, my first tip for you guys. And there's a reason that companies have gone off and created cutesy little quotes for this on shirts like attitude for gratitude and grace for gratitude or whatever else you can buy at Lululemon. It's because gratitude is a huge, important factor for being able to increase your vibe and your vibration. And it is so meaningful when you can really start to feel into the feelings of having that gratitude, because that is telling the universe that you are already in alignment with all these wonderful things. So you have so much more to be in alignment for. You're saying, I have all these things to be so grateful for. Not only thank you for giving these to me, which means that I'm open to accepting more, But also, I am on the frequency of all these wonderful, lovely things around me. And I love these things so much that I am now on the energetic frequency of all the other things that I would also love to have around me. So even though I'm sure you have heard thousands of times that gratitude is important, how many times do you actually stop and do this exercise? Stop and just have that moment of gratitude. And especially with the holidays coming up, just find any moment to be thankful for the gifts that you already have. Reflect on your current abundance, and that will bring you more abundance. And if you are struggling to find all the good things that are going on for you right now, then start small and just be thankful for things like your favorite pillow or the weather, the fact that you're breathing for your life, the fact that you have an able body. Do you know how many things have to be in perfect alignment for you to even be born and to be healthy? You are literally one in a billion, or actually like 7.8 billion, but just find something to be thankful for. Even if it's your favorite color, great. I would be so thankful for the colors coral and gold because those are like my power colors. I actually have this on my list, by the way. I am grateful for the color of gold and the color of coral because those are my favorite colors. I mean, obviously, if you look at my branding, I'm sure that'd be a a really good indicator for you. And even get out one of those cute little gratitude journals that I feel like we all have tucked away in some drawer to help you make this lifelong manifestation hack. Do this every day. Keep it by your bed. Make this gratitude journal the first thing you do when you wake up. 
this would be a fantastic way to kickstart your mornings. Could you imagine where you'd be six months from now if every single morning the first thing you did while your theta waves are still active, before you reach for your phone, you grab a gratitude journal and just write down, I don't know, three, five, ten things that you're grateful for? How would you, who would you be, rather, in six months if that's how you started off every single day? I feel like I'd be a significantly happier person and well on my way to be more abundant. And so this is actually something that I am implementing into my life. And if you struggle to find time throughout the day to do things like this, it literally takes a minute. Just first thing you do, wake up, grab that pen, grab that notebook, have it set and ready to go. Write down three things in bullets. You don't even have to do paragraph form if that's too much for you. Start small. It's okay. I'm not asking you to be perfect. I'm just asking you to start. So find time to be really grateful every day, and that will help you increase your vibration. And if you are in a funk and you're sitting on that couch struggling to press pause on Netflix, take a moment, stop, and hell, say, I am so thankful for Netflix. I am so grateful for this show on Netflix. You know, whatever. Just try to get in alignment with something that you can be grateful for. And when you're really deep in those bigger negative emotions, I know it's going to be a little harder. But that's when that list on your phone becomes even more important because the power and the magnitude of all of those things that you're grateful for are going to resonate so strongly for you at that point. The second tip that I have for you to help you increase your vibration and your frequency is getting active. Do some sort of physical activity. This means going for a walk, going into a workout, maybe you tidy up around the house, Maybe you do some yoga, you go swimming, golfing, maybe even just go grocery shopping if that's getting active for you. Just do something that gets your body moving. We all know that getting active will produce endorphins and increase your serotonin levels, which make you happier, which is always a benefit. But this also gets any of that stagnant energy inside of you flowing, especially that negative energy. That's why intuitively we are so attracted to doing really hit-based workouts, which is that high-intensity interval training workouts whenever we're angry, or doing something like punching a pillow or punching a bag or going for a run, really anything that really gets that heartbeat pumping and allows you to get some of that aggressive energy out. We intuitively know to do this, but it's also a great way to make sure that you're healthily working through those emotions while still being able to then, after the exercise or after the activity, increase your vibration and your frequency because you're doing something that is so healthy for you. So you're allowing yourself to hold that space for you to feel those emotions, work through them and not suppress them, and then get those endorphins and that serotonin running so that way you are on your way to increasing your vibe afterward. Super healthy way to work through a lot of those emotions. And I don't know if you are aware of this, but your body can physically hold on to negative energy. It can store those negative feelings after a fight or after some sort of argument or confrontation. It stores those within you. So I don't know if you've ever had a situation where your face gets hot or you clench your fist or you find that you're clenching your jaw or after a really tense argument with someone that you're just feeling like you're tense in some sort of part of your body. That is your body physically reacting to the anxiety or the negativity going on within your brain. And so if you notice in a lot of meditations, especially the guided meditations, they will have you start to focus on your body and working on releasing things like your jaw, your eyebrows, your scalp, your shoulders, your neck, 
all these muscles that you don't realize that you're just holding on to so tightly throughout the day. And this is actually why a lot of people are in chronic pain as well. And fun fact, I actually just finished John Sardos' book called Heal Your Back Pain, I think is what it was called. I'll link it in the show notes. And majority of the people who experience lower back pain are between the ages of 25 and 40. I'm going to say that again. Majority of the people who experience chronic lower back pain are between the ages of 25 and 40. So if chronic pain were a structural issue or something that just happens to you as you age instead of emotional or energy-based pain, then why wouldn't this be more prevalent in those who are 50 years old and up? As your age and your structure ages, wouldn't you expect that to give you more back pain if it was structural or if it was somehow related to some defect in your body? But no, majority of the people that have this chronic back pain is that sector and that age group of people that are actively working and usually either raising a family or taking on some sort of pressures from family or what have you. It's the people in the prime of their caretaking and career roles that experience the pain the most. And that's because we express things that we aren't expressing emotionally, we're expressing it physically. So when you're getting active, you're allowing your body to move through some of that negative stagnant energy. You're allowing it to get expressed in some sort of way so that you can release it. And if it's storing itself within your body, that is still a negative energy that's going to counteract the things that you're trying to manifest. So if you are having lower back pain or shoulder pain or some sort of hip flexor, neck, ankle pain, whatever, these are all huge areas for people to store negative energy within. So get active and get moving so you can help break up that energy and release it. And releasing that negative energy and then replenishing it with something positive is going to help you increase your vibration. The third tip that I have for you to help you increase that vibration and that frequency is showing kindness. What is one thing you can do today to show kindness to another person? This could be a stranger, a loved one, a friend, a coworker, parent, teacher, whatever. Find one thing you can do today for someone else. Something that would bring joy for you to do also. Something that is just genuinely from your heart and makes you feel good. And don't do something that you really don't want to do just to check this box, by the way. I'm not saying to just go out and try to trick the universe because you can't do that. Be intentional about your kindness and feel good about what it is that you are doing. And I don't know if you've ever done something like that where maybe you help an old lady with her groceries or you give someone cash that looks like they really are in need of it or whatever. And you just walk away and you're like, shit, that felt really good. I don't do that often enough. It's like we get this positive high from helping people out, and yet we still, majority of us, don't do it often enough. That's the kind of feeling we're looking for here. So make sure your act of kindness brings you joy also so that it is in alignment with you. So you're performing this act of kindness. Actually, performs not the right word. You are conducting this act of kindness so that you can be proud and fill your cup with that positivity. And pride for yourself, too, for having done something that you know is really genuinely going to help out someone else. It's okay to feel good about helping other people. In fact, I welcome it. That is a very positive energy for you to embody to help you manifest. You're raising your vibe by increasing someone else's through this kind act. And that is amazing because their energy is also helping you manifest when you give them that dose of positivity. And by the way, this isn't limited to just acts, right? I I use the word acts, but really I just mean some sort of kindness. I even like to do appreciation sometimes instead of show kindness. 
show someone that you work with or that you live near or a spouse or a family member or whoever, think of someone that you haven't told them how much you appreciate them in a while. And then really think of a thoughtful comment that you could make to them. And I'm not talking about flattery, by the way. Don't just be like, oh, like your blue shirt, that looks nice. No, find something that would really resonate with them. Because that kind of comment and that kind of appreciation, oftentimes people don't get that enough. And that's really what people crave. People crave appreciation. I I actually think there's a study that Dale Carnegie did, and it was something to the effect of the thing people crave most in this world is importance, and they get that fed through appreciation. That is so true. I mean, think about all the people that you've worked with in the past or anyone that you've had a relationship with. They could be getting paid less one place than they would be somewhere else, but they stay out of loyalty because they do feel appreciated or they do feel important where they are. This can apply to so many different facets of your life. And if you have a relationship that needs healing, this could be a really great start as well. So maybe you have a parent that you don't have a great relationship with. Maybe give them some appreciation. You could say something like, hey, I really appreciate all that you did for me as a child. And I just wanted to let you know that I appreciate everything you were able to give to me. That is something where it's going to make you feel great. It's going to make them feel great. And that could actually start to heal some things between the relationship when you show appreciation for someone else instead of resentment. So that is my third tip for you. Raise your vibe by increasing someone else's through kindness or appreciation. The fourth tip I have for you out of these eight is to get your ass outside. (laughs) Yes, get your ass outside. In today's world, it is so easy for us to sit on our butts inside, scrolling Instagram, scrolling Facebook, watching Netflix, getting on our laptops, doing some work, going into the office, getting into our cars, going to the gym, you know, whatever. We spend 90% of our time indoors. Actually, that's statistics from like 10 years ago. So it's probably even more now that like Netflix and streaming at home has become a whole thing and also like COVID. So, you know, that (laughs) probably has us inside more than 90%, which, uh, gosh, is it over yet? Get your ass outside and get into the na- get into the nature. Get into nature to the extent that you can. We already know that nature is extremely high vibe. Naturally. I mean, obviously nature is naturally high vibe, but it is made up of life, the the pure essence of the universe. So find something that you can do outside. And I know a lot of us are limited right now because of everything going on with COVID, if you're tuning in in the year 2020 anyway. So just think of safe ways you can get outside then. Is there a balcony? Is there a park that no one's at? Is there a backyard that you have? Is there a street that's not usually occupied by people? Is there somewhere you can go and do a workout outside on your own or go for a run? Find something that you can do outside safely and spend some time there. So maybe you can take your dog on a walk, go to the park. Maybe you eat your lunch outside instead. Maybe you take some coffee outside So first thing in the morning, maybe you have an opportunity to go do that before the streets and the sidewalks fill up. If you do have a porch, maybe try doing some yoga or doing a workout on the porch. That's like two things in one, getting outside and getting active. Just find something that gets you outside and appreciating nature and or at least just getting some fresh air. And I remember taking a coaching course one time and the leader of that session or that training was talking about how one of the most positive emotions that you could feel, and it's not necessarily positive or negative, but it's just a really powerful emotion, I guess I should say, is the feeling of awe, in which I sort of relate to like amazement or something of that effect. So I take it more positively, but they said it was kind of like a neutral emotion. 
Anyway, what I'm getting at with that is that there are so many opportunities in nature to see something that really amazes you and to put you in that powerful emotion of awe, which is where you are just reveling in the beauty that is outside of yourself that is that seems otherworldly. So maybe you're taking this walk and you find a really beautiful and really cool spiderweb. I feel like that's a weird example, but you know what I mean? Sometimes nature has these really beautiful, fascinating things that when we're staring at our phones and walking, we don't have the ability to stop and appreciate. So maybe there's a flower you've never seen or a butterfly with the most interesting coloring and pattering, patterning, pa- patterns. <laughs> maybe the sky just happens to be a wonderful color that day, or maybe you see like a really cute small animal, which they always seem to get me, or a adorable snail. I don't know, whatever, whatever floats your boat. I actually went for a walk earlier this week and the trees are starting to turn and there was the most beautiful tree that had extremely vibrant leaves that were almost coral. And you guys know that at this point earlier in the podcast episode, that coral is one of my favorite colors. And I still remember that damn tree. I went for this walk. I wasn't looking at my phone. I was just trying to take in nature And I loved it so much. I actually ended up downloading an app that identifies trees. And it's called Picture This, if if you're into that. And this was a Chinese pistachio tree. And so now I'll be getting one because I thought it was so pretty. But it just made me feel so good to witness. I had a moment where I just felt really connected to nature. I was staring at this tree and I was like, damn, you're beautiful. That is a great looking tree. And then also feeling quite dumb for being so in love with this tree. But you know what? Here we are. I had a moment of gratitude for that tree. And so I added that tree to my list because it's always okay to add the little things. And I even took a cute little photo, saved it in my album for a later Instagram post. So at some point I'll have to like tag this episode in that post. (laughs) And I also just felt really grounded afterward because obviously here's this beautiful being that nature has produced in the most vibrant and cool of colors. And honestly, I've been going out on more walks because of COVID And so not getting out and having the opportunity to meet with friends and coworkers and things like that, I've been taking calls and I've been doing things from the house. And so I leave the house without being on my phone and just take a walk and just appreciate because that helps me get high vibes so quickly. And fun fact, there are actually studies. I think Harvard did them. I could be lying, so don't hold me to that. But they did a study on employees and employees that have access to a window line in their workforce versus employees that do not have an access to their window line. And they found that employees that are able to see outside are significantly more productive. I think it was like 40% more productive than employees that can't see outside or something like that. And the reason for that is because we subconsciously really value that connection to nature and it makes us feel happy and positive and vibrant and when we're feeling that kind of energy we do better work we are more productive so get outside that is a great way to increase your vibe quickly the fifth tip that i have for you is to eat high vibrational foods i'm talking about non-gmo organic sustainably raised foods that don't come pre-packaged those are the kinds of foods i'm talking about Let's talk about low vibrational food. That would be your your fast food, your processed food, the things that are in the middle of the aisle, the grocery store, canned goods, desserts, all those types of things. Stay away from those foods because they are extremely low vibe. And that is something that you're putting into your body and your body's absorbing that energy. So instead, try to reach for fresh fruit, fresh vegetables, responsibly sourced meat if that's your vibe, nuts, whatever. 
the food that you're ingesting into your body has energy within it. So you need to ask yourself, is it the kind of energy you want to be absorbing? So if it's junk or processed food, that's going to be really low vibe. I can tell you right now, it's a hell no if you want to try to get high vibe. Is it going to hurt you irreversibly? Probably not. But if you are trying to make those little changes and you are trying to get as high vibe as possible, that is a big change that I know a lot of people resist for a very long time. But if you're trying to become this spiritually whole person that is just trying to do everything in their power to be high vibe all the time in every facet of your life, this is a really big one to look into. And I'm not saying that you have to be the most clean eater for the rest of your life. That's that's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying take a realistic evaluation of your life and figure out what does your common diet look like and where are some small what are some small tweaks that you can make to it to start doing better. Can you start packing your lunches? Can you start meal prepping more? Maybe you really love junk food or processed food and you're like I need to have it at least once or twice a week. That's fine. Just cut it down more and that's going to help give you the boost in the right direction. And trust me, I know how hard it can be. I grew up as a fast food junkie. We would probably get fast food at least four times a week. I know we always had McDonald's on Wednesdays because they had 39 cent cheeseburgers. We would do pizza on Fridays, Taco Bell, usually sprinkled in there like Saturday, Sundays, Wendy's. That was my fave because the Frosties <laughs> and those were pretty much our main staples. And, you know, we'd get fancy and do Chick-fil-A or Sonic sometimes. But that was like special occasions. So <laughs> I even got to the point in college where I was getting a Route 44 vanilla Coke every other day. Like, talk about so much sugar, super low vibe. I get it. I have lived that lifestyle. I know how addicting that food can be. And I'm not saying that I am perfect and that I never eat those foods because I'm telling you, at least once a month, I'm probably getting junk food, which I'm sure I'm going to shoot myself in the foot later for saying, <laughs> but that's just the reality. I have made a significant improvement to my diet and that I'm not eating fast food four to five times a week anymore. Now I just have it once a month, if even. And when I do get it once a month, I try to get fast food that is going to make me feel a little less crappy because I don't know about you, but when you do start to cut this food out, you start really noticing how you feel after you eat it. And so if you go for months without eating it and all of a sudden you go and you grab that Jack in the Box or I'm from the South, so like Whataburger is like a huge staple for us, you'll notice that after you eat it, you'll start to feel tired and lethargic and you just feel a little crummy. And I think that really speaks volumes to the quality of food that that is and the quality of that energy that's going into your body to sustain you. So just be cognizant is what I'm asking and try to make small shifts to be able to eat more high vibe foods. Switch out some processed food for some fruits and veggies. Maybe just start your day with more vegetables, maybe some celery juice. It's going to be a great way to get at least one serving of vegetables in the morning immediately before you have any chance to develop cravings. Make whatever shift you can that feels in alignment with you that's really going to help you increase that vibe. And the less junk and processed food you eat, the better off you're going to be. I will say this, if you have a chicken or a cow that lived in really cramped quarters and had a really terrifying experience throughout life, and especially at the end of their life, that's also probably not the kind of energy you want to have entering your body either, because that's an energy of like terror and anxiety. And that's not really the type of energy I'm talking about here either. So also be mindful of where your food is coming from, because any negative things that happen to the beings that we're consuming is affecting us. So when you are making these changes, if you've already done the junk food and the processed food thing, you're like, hey, I've already done that. Is there anything else for me? 
then take this a step further and start looking at the sources of your food. Are the animals that you're consuming, are, do they have a quality life before they get to you? Or are the fruits and vegetables that you're consuming, are they GMO? Are they getting treated with chemicals and pesticides before they're getting to you? Take that next step and start looking even further into analyzing the food sources that you're eating. Because good quality food is going to nurture your soul and your energy as well as your body. And I love that saying that goes, food feeds the soul, because it really, really does. And on an energetic level, that shit matters. We assume the energy of the things that we eat. And I do want to address the meat comment because I know that so many people can be very sensitive to this subject. I I say to each their own. I don't want to be in the habit of judging other people's food choices. I really don't. In my mind, energy is energy. And y'all probably know by now, I'm not a vegetarian. I I hope that that doesn't offend anyone. I'm a born and raised Texan. Admittedly, a good ribeye and burgers are two of my favorite foods. <laughs> but I know that can be a very sensitive subject for a lot of people. And I do want to be respectful of that. And I'm not in the business of saying what is right or wrong on this matter because I don't think that there necessarily is a right or wrong. I think that there are different opinions and preferences, and that's okay. So the way I look at it is that there is energy in everything. So yes, there's energy in the animals we're consuming, but there's also energy in the plants that we're eating, in the nuts that we're eating, in the water we're drinking, in the fish you're consuming. Everything has energy in it. Everything has a spirit. And the energy and the spirit is the same across all types of food. So for me, I believe that as long as I'm being responsible about that energy and about where it comes from, whether it be a plant or animal, I try to take ownership and be selective about the quality of life that that energy had before I consume it. And to me, that's what makes me feel in alignment. So I look for those foods that are, again, non-GMO, organic, hormone-free, sustainable, free-range, grass-fed, etc., I do my best to try to stay high vibe with my food. And as long as you do the same in whatever capacity that means for you, then you'll be in alignment. As long as you feel good and you feel positive about the sources that you're consuming, you will be on your way to increasing that vibe. So the sixth tip I have for you is using positive words or affirmations. I can be really guilty of this one myself. As a sarcastic person, I have a tendency to use word choices and phrases that are not always in my best interest. And I can be a little self-deprecating at times because I think it's funny, and I'm sure that psychologically says something about me, but I have to be careful about the words that I'm using because they are powerful. And every day I become more and more aware of how powerful these words are. And it doesn't matter if they're written or if they're verbal or if they're thought or even if they're joked about. Words are extremely powerful. And as was mentioned in my podcast interview with Cindy Villanueva, words are life and you can create life with words or you can create death with words. And I want to reiterate that because that's so fucking powerful. And I love that Cindy said that because, man, is it true? I mean, we talk about affirmations all the time. And a huge reason we do that is because manifestation is so much about getting on that frequency and getting on that vibration of the things that you want. And your words have their own vibrations. And usually the words that are spoken out loud are coming from somewhere in your subconscious. So even if they are a joke, especially the self-deprecating jokes, I have been doing some research on this. And a lot of times it is actually your insecurities coming through and trying to make light of the situation. 
So your words are important. They are energy. They're thoughts created and identities written down or verbally written down. So make sure that you're being mindful of the words that you're using and allow them to speak life into your reality. Allow them to speak more positivity into your reality. So as an example, do not call yourself a dumbass or ugly or overweight or I'm just not good at XYZ or that's too expensive or I could never have this. I could never do that. I can't blah, 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 blah. Do not allow that negative energy into your life with these words. This negativity is manifesting things for you that you do not want. And don't get me wrong, it's still manifesting for you. It's just not manifesting for you anything that you want. And so try not to allow your friends and family to use these words either, because I know especially women, or at least the the women that I have interacted with, we have a habit of speaking down on ourselves in an attempt to be like humble or modest or whatever it is. I mean, fuck that, guys. Let's, no, we're done with that. We're now owning the things that we are and the positive energy that we have and all the things that we do well and all the things that made us that make us badass women. I think it's okay to own that. I'm tired of this women must be modest bullshit that we all grew up with. So if you do hear a loved one or a coworker or a friend talking down on themselves, take a moment to correct them. And especially if you do it politely, just say, hey, you know what? I think you are so badass. I think you are so worth X, Y, and Z. And I'd really appreciate it if you don't say those things about yourself. How powerful and life-shifting could that be for someone to hear if you stop and correct them with that same sort of language every single time? And while they might get annoyed about it at first, eventually they're going to start self-correcting and maybe even correcting you, which is only going to help you in your journey as well. But I think it's better for us to, instead of leaning into those negative habits that a lot of us have, are to try to step outside of those and bring our friends and family with us. I think we'd be in a much more beautiful place altogether if we could all just start working on these things and empowering each other to change that language to more positive language that's going to help us manifest the things that we want. So words are important. And instead of that negative bullshit, use affirmative statements. Say things like, I am always on the right path. Money flows abundantly to me. I am beautiful in mind and body. I have the success that I desire. I am love and I love. Affirm to yourself all the things that you want. Own it and use the positive words to do this. And I have a whole other episode on not using negations and watching your subject phrases as well. So if you are wanting to hear a little bit more about this positive word choice portion, I highly recommend you check out that episode as well. I'll link it in the show notes for y'all. The seventh tip that I have for you is to drink water. Easy enough, right? (laughs) And I'm talking about water, not tea, not coffee, not Gatorade, not cranberry juice, or even sparkling water. I love sparkling water, but for now, let's just say normal water. If you want to throw some lemon juice in there, sure, go crazy. (laughs) But drinking water is such a great way to flush your body of its toxins, both energetically and physically. I mean, it's powerful. It's going to help you hydrate your muscles, your skin, your organs. I mean, this is all really important stuff if you're trying to do some of the other activities like getting outside or getting active or trying to flush that negative energy through you. This is really going to help you do that. And it's also a fun fact to note that I think it's like 80 or 90 percent of the world's population is dehydrated. That is a huge number. And a lot of people have access to the water. They're just not drinking it 
or maybe they're drinking a ton of coffee throughout the day and they're like, oh, that counts. Whereas coffee actually dehydrates you. Drink more water. Your skin's going to thank you. I mean, if you're worried about premature aging, drink water. There are so many celebrities that have come out and just said drinking water is like their number one tip for beautiful skin in their 70s and 80s. And a good way to help you track this is figuring out what your recommended intake of water should be per day. And if you don't know what that is for you, you can go online and there are so many formulas. If you just type in like water calculator by body weight or whatever, there's so many calculators out there that'll help you figure out how much water you should be drinking a day. And I'll link one of these calculators in the show notes. That way you can easily find one if you're interested. And for me, I realized that with my body weight, I need 72 ounces of water a day in order to get my required amount of water to help my body function efficiently. And so in order to help me do this, because 72 ounces is, for me, before I started doing this, was a lot more water than I was drinking. So I had to get a water bottle, and the one that I had was 24 ounces. And so I realized that, you know, just a quick math, <laughs> is that I had to fill it three times a day in order for me to be able to hit my minimum requirement of water that I needed. And so in order to do this, I had to carry that water bottle with me everywhere. I would take it to work. I took it to restaurants, to classes, in the car. And when I forgot it, I was always so mad because (laughs) I was immediately thirsty. I mean, this is all like pre-COVID. Now I just sit around my house and it's right there with me all the time. So that's great. But I know that in order to hit my goal, I have to carry this thing around. And you don't have to get one of those huge gallon-sized water jugs either that can be really heavy. Just find something that works for you and then figure out how many times you need to fill that up a day. I had some people that would take a tape mark and they'd put a little strike anytime they filled it up or, you know, they might put a little pen mark on their wrist anytime they filled up their water bottle another time. Whatever you need to do to track your goals. If you have a fitness app, that works too. But just do something that's going to help you hold yourself accountable to yourself because you might be surprised how little water you're actually drinking when you start doing this. And I get asked this a lot, so I figured I might as well address it, even though this is probably TMI. But for the first two weeks or so, you will have to pee a lot, like every 30 minutes. But that's just your body acclimating to this new amount of intake it's getting. Because if you've been essentially dehydrated for a long time, it's learned to become extremely efficient in the water that it's pulling. And so all of a sudden you start flooding it almost quite literally with all this water, it doesn't know what to do. It freaks out. It's used to taking the bare minimum and all of a sudden it's getting all this wonderful water. And so you're just going to start, your body's going to have to acclimate to it. So yes, it, it takes anywhere from like a week to two weeks for you to acclimate. It will stop happening. I promise you, but I get asked that every single time I give people this tip. So might as well address it. But there are so many more benefits to doing this that it is worth putting up with it for a couple of weeks. It is going to do so many wonderful things for you. We already touched on a few tips earlier, but drinking water every day has helped me increase my energy, helped clear my skin up, keeps my skin, lips, and hair hydrated. It helps prevent wrinkles. It allows me to recover from workouts faster, and it even helps that time of the month be less painful. Again, TMI, but fuck it. Here we are. Water will significantly help your menstrual cramps. I struggled with really long, painful periods for a long time. And one of the biggest changes that I made that had like the most profound effect on how terrible my cramps were was just drinking more water. I'm so serious. 
Apparently, I, I did some research on it. You're, the female body takes up so much water while it's going through that cycle. It actually uses water to help push everything along and, and, and get it out. And so if you're not hydrated enough and your monthly cycle predominantly uses water to help the process along, I mean, it's like your body is basically cramping in protest because you're not giving it what it needs. You know, basically your insides are grinding together because <laughs> there's just dust there. You're not giving it a whole lot. So if you start consuming more water, it could also really help you with the time of the month also. So hopefully this feedback doesn't make you super uncomfortable to discuss, especially if you're really squeamish. However, if if this is you, I also challenge you to examine why that might be and figure out what your relationship around a woman's cycle is. Because I know that so many people grew up thinking that periods are dirty or something to be shameful of or that it's some sort of unpure experience that women shouldn't talk about, but... You know what, y'all? Fuck that. <laughs> I want this to be a place where we're like, hell yeah, I got my period. And man, this sounds like I'm getting up onto my bra burning soapbox, but I'm so serious. Periods are natural. 50% of us experience them in the world. It shouldn't have to be this uncomfortable or taboo thing. And no matter your religious or spiritual beliefs, I just, I personally can't see any sort of God or being or whatever that belief is for you designing us in a way for any reason but to create life and say that, oh, that's something you should actually be ashamed about, however, because I just don't really see anything that's like higher power and high vibe punishing any particular gender. In my mind, that just like that doesn't align with the positivity that I think that that entity would would embody. That just doesn't feel right within my soul. And it just doesn't feel in, in alignment with the spirit of nature. So I don't think that it's fair that we interpret it this way or that a lot of society has interpreted our monthly cycles as a shameful and taboo thing. Our periods literally just quite mean that we get to birth life into this world. And that's a beautiful thing. That's a spiritual miracle for a lot of people. So, wow, I did not mean to really go off on that tangent, but... You know, I'm also not sorry because I, I do think this is an important message that we should be talking about more. We should desensitize society so that this isn't an issue that the next generation of young ladies have to deal with. Usually that time of your life is already really stressful and you're already feeling so vulnerable. And I just think that we should take that added pressure of having this taboo off of it and allow this to be a more accepting and accepted topic. So, whew, okay, well... <laughs> I'm going to find an interviewee to talk about this further because now that I just went off on that tangent, I decided, you know, I'm actually really passionate about this. So we're going to have another episode where we jump into that a bit more. But let's bring it back to the remaining tips. Drink water, guys. Seriously, it's so important for so many things, not only physically, but energetically as well. It's going to help you flush out the things that are not serving you. And you're just going to feel so much better. And the better you feel, the more able you're going to be to do some of these other tips like getting outside and getting active and meditating and all those other things, which I actually just gave up that last tip. So <laughs> the eighth tip that I have for you in order to help you really increase your vibration is to meditate. And this is one that I've always really struggled with myself because I uh, if you've been tuning in, you know that I'm a very much a go, go, go kind of person, and I still find it difficult to slow down at times and to find things that force my brain to be still and peaceful. So this tip has really just been like the, th the whole theme of my 2020, it feels like. And, you know, while it has been such a traumatic and crazy year for so many of us, I've really done my best to try to find the silver lining. And for me, the silver lining of this year 
is that it did force me to slow down. I had no choice but to lean into the very thing that I needed most, but also that I avoided the most. And I found myself in a place where I had to embrace some of the things that I was naturally resisting. And it's like that saying goes that the things that we resist the most are usually the things that we need the most. And for so many of us, that's meditation because we always have our phones. We always have text messages and calls and emails and social media just pinging at us. Our brains are constantly overloaded. So how many times do we reverse that and allow our brain to experience the complete opposite side of that? For me, it was not very often. So whether it is exercise or drinking more water or meditating, doing yoga, reading, whatever, I was always significantly more resistant to the things that caused me to slow down and sit in silence. But it is so good for your vibration. It's so good for your frequency. It allows your brain that chance to relax and escape from those thoughts that are constantly running through your head 24-7. So if you're an extremely anxious person, by the way, meditation can actually help your brain rewire itself so that way you are a less anxious person. Because your brain is always firing off. Even while you're sleeping, you get into REM cycles, things like that. Give it a chance to chill out and not have to do anything for like a minute. It'll be such a huge relief for it. And it'll allow your brain to get into those different brain waves that you've denied it, quite frankly, for so long. And when it hasn't had a chance to slow down and get into some of those deeper, slower brain waves, that's actually why so many of us experience high-functioning anxiety. Meditation will really help you handle that additional stress and load on the brain that's leading to that anxiety. And as an additional little bonus, I was one of those people that always struggled to connect with my intuition back in the day. And even still, it's something I'm actively working on. And meditation has really helped me bridge that gap because it's allowed me to get more in tune with my body and and do one of those like scans as I'm meditating where I just check in with myself. How does this feel? What am I clenching? Where do I feel like there's some stress or some resistance? This is also going back to the getting active tip that we had. Where am I storing some of this negative energy that I need to release? And in doing so, not only did I feel more connected to my mind and body, but also my intuition, and I felt so much more grounded throughout the day. And when I do that, that also allows me to be less reactive in negative situations. And I think this also goes hand in hand with anxiety because you're allowing your brain to slow down and get into those deeper, longer brain waves. And so instead of having all these like super quick paced brain waves that are constantly going and just really increasing my, my anxious vibe, when I was in that anxious vibe state, if someone did something, it'd be so easy for me to get pissed off, especially if I was like cut off on the road or someone says some sort of criticism, like whatever it is. It's so much easier to be less reactive and to allow those things to just roll off of you when you have been meditating because it allows your brain to position yourself where you realize that not everything is about you and someone else's reaction to something that you're doing is really a reflection of something that's going on within their own minds. And it's amazing, but as you meditate more, you start to become really, really aware of that fact, which allows you to be less reaction reactive to other people and their shit, basically. <laughs> so sit down and meditate. This is going to help so many wonderful changes within your brain structure so that you will be less anxious, so that you can focus more, so you can be less reactive to other people's negative shit. 
And this is really going to help you just be a genuinely more happy and positive person throughout the day. And if we know anything about manifestation, it is that it is a reflection of your identity. So whatever you are manifesting is based on your identity. So if you're a happier, more positive person throughout the day, that's the shit you're going to be manifesting. And I think of all of my tips, this is probably the most important. So embrace the suck and sit in the silence, guys. See what unfolds for you after a few months. So that is all I have for you guys today. I hope you all have enjoyed these eight tips. And just to quickly run through them again, in case you wanted to write any of these down, the eight tips are expressing gratitude, getting active, showing kindness or appreciation, going outside, eating high vibrational food, using positive words and affirmations, drinking water, and meditating. And as a final, final note for you guys, you don't need to overwhelm yourself by trying to do all of these things every day. No need to create additional stress for you, which is not going to help you raise your vibration. In fact, this kind of stress will do quite the opposite. I have a whole nother episode on that as well. Start with one or two things every day and no need to try to pile on any more than that if so many of these are already a bigger change than what you're currently doing. And then over time, see if you can gradually increase how many you're doing and how often. I would love it if you strived to get to a point where you're doing all of these things every day, but don't make this a stressful ordeal for yourself by being so black and white and telling yourself, I'm either going to do all of these every day or I'm not going to do them at all. That's not where I want you to be. Get over that perfectionist mindset of black and white. Just do at least one of these a day and that's enough. And then expand from there. The more often you can engage with one or even more of these tips, the more high vibe your life is going to be and the more you're going to be able to manifest for yourself. So that is all I have for y'all this week. Thank you so much for tuning in. And as always, if there is a tip that has really resonated with you or any part of this conversation that you think a friend could benefit from, please, 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 please share this episode with them to help this podcast gain awareness. I appreciate every single one of you for tuning in each week, and I can't wait to bring y'all more. If you have any topics that you would like covered, send me an email at hello at themodernmanifestation.com, or you can find me on Instagram at Modern Manifestation, and I will make sure to put that topic on my episode schedule for next year. Have a fantastic rest of your week, and I will catch y'all next Monday. Until then, go out there and manifest some miracles. Thank y'all so much for hanging out with me today. If you enjoyed this podcast, hit subscribe so you can stay up to date with new episodes. As always, we would love it if you would share this episode with friends and family who could use the inspiration. As a new podcast show, we would really appreciate your honest feedback so I know what you like and what you could use more of. As a thank you for leaving us a rating, we will send you our seven weekly tips to create space for abundance. Make sure you screenshot your review and email it to us at hello at the T-H-E modernmanifestation.com so we can send them straight to your inbox. If you'd like to stay connected, you can find us on Instagram or Facebook at Modern Manifestation, or you can head to our website at themodernmanifestation.com. Thanks again for joining me, and I will catch y'all in the next episode.